0: Reshawn Lewis is a man of God, a husband, a father, a program director for the Distinguished Gentlemen's Club, and oh, by the way, he's a podcaster. In this edition of Quentin's Close-Ups, I sit down with Reshawn one-on-one, and be sure to download the free Quentin's Close-Ups app in your Apple or Google Play stores. Reshawn. Perfect. It's so good to see you, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. I appreciate this. Well, you know, I know you approached me about doing an interview for Quentin School Subs recently, and I actually ran into you at Starbucks Mm -hmm. right after I did my interview with Stanfield Gray a week ago, Mm -hmm. and I know that you are very prominent in this community as well. According to your Facebook page, and I just love this particular uh, biography, it says this, I'm a child of God who believes in myself and the calling that God has in my life. God is amazing. You are the program director at the Distinguished Gentlemen's Club. You are a teacher at Dr. Eugene Cyrus Elementary School, a former paralegal at the United States Army. Thank you for your service. You study elementary education at the College of Charleston. Went to North Charleston High School. Yes, sir. Go and Cougars. You, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you live in Sunville, South Carolina. I do. Let me go back to that quote. I am a child of God who believes in myself and the calling that God has in my life. God is amazing. Tell me, what is that calling? That calling continues to unfold as as time goes
1: on. It's kind of crazy, the path that I took to getting here. Um, And it's something I speak about a lot um, when I'm speaking in various places. Um, I'm from a single parent. I came from a single parent, my my mother, household, but my father was in my life, definitely. Um, And throughout my life, God has sent me through certain things. And each time that God has sent me through something, I've grown. Mm -hmm. I've been able to grow much like, I think about uh, Goku on, on Dragon Ball Z. And every time he goes through a battle, he becomes a stronger and stronger being to the point where it's like at some point he's the strongest being on earth. And he's just he's just seeking other people in different universes to try to battle. Um I look at my life sort of in that way, is that God has continued to put giants in front of me. And as God put giants in front of me, I continue to to not master them, but but become very comfortable with them to the point where I, I never feel like I'm out of place in any place. Um So that's sort of like... I walk with that God on, on my shoulders. I feel like the calling of my life is to not only walk in those places, but to expose those places to the people who otherwise would not have gone
0: to those places if it wasn't for me. So, yeah, that's, that's sort of what I feel like my calling is. Oh, that's so good to hear. And you obviously are the program director for the Distinguished Gentleman mm-hmm. Club. And I know tomorrow you guys have a great event. DGC presents Men United Meet Up. Yes. So when they meet up, what will you discuss? So actually, so Men Meet Up, uh,
1: Men United actually started out as um, a way for us to bring our mentors together. So we have on roster about 28 mentors for our 67 young men that are currently on roster, which number is currently growing, but 67 right now. Um, We wanted an opportunity to get our mentors together to talk about what was going on. With the young men in the organization, um, how what challenges were they facing as as um, mentors, and what things, that do, what kind of challenges that we could we could try to work on building together? From that discussion, Ricardo Perry, shout out to Ricardo, yeah. um, Ricardo Perry, and Samuel Bellamy uh, and Jason Ellis. We all were like well, let's just get other guys. Let's just invite other people. So we started inviting the men of the community for this to be an opportunity for us to build. And rather it is that you have another organization and you want to come in and talk about what you're doing. But there can never be too many good men around. You know, iron sharpens, sharpens iron. And that's what we definitely believe is that together, when we're having these discussions, we're breaking bread, we're fellowshipping,
0: and we're having those discussions that need to be had about what's going on in the community and how can we impact it positively. You talk about discussions, you talk about the community. I know that you have your tremendous program called Real Talk with Rajan. Oh, praise God. (laughs) Why that? Why now? Hmm.
1: Real Talk with Rajan actually started out in 2012. So when I was still at College of Charleston, um, I was doing my show... And I was doing just panel discussions with me and my friends. Um, just I bring them on. We talk about things like, um, I remember one time we did an episode on the civil rights movement and how Dr. King would feel if he was alive to see where we were as a people um, at that time. And we did a show on like the, the top, our favorite hip-hop artists and things of that nature. And I got really busy between school. I went into my clinical. Um, and so I couldn't, I didn't have time to do it. So I stepped away from it. And then Facebook Live came around, right. and I was just making videos here and there. And people were like, you need to bring back real talk. Mm-hmm. So I started doing it, and then um, I realized also, you know, that it'd be an opportunity for me to bring people on who are doing great things. Sort of like you're, you know, much like you do, where you expose, you know, people in the community who sure. are doing great things, whether it be the highest of the high or maybe somebody just getting started. Sure. But I, I definitely see it as a platform. Of, you can, like I said, you can never have too many great men doing great things. So you know, kudos to you for what you do. You've definitely <laughs> been an inspiration to me. Um with what 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 I do with real talk with John, I definitely um I won't say glean because glean has a negative connotation to it. Oh no, I don't But have I definitely competition. um no, I never competition. <laughs> I, I don't I don't believe in competition. That's me. I don't believe in competition. Me I either. believe I believe in, in all of us working together towards sure. the same common goal. That's right. And as opposed to running to to see who gets there first, it's right. like, okay, when I get there, who can I bring with me? Right. And that's always my that's always my thing. So with real talk, that's really what it is. Is just Another another person trying to trying to pull it in the race, as opposed to thinking it as, as, as like uh, who gets there first kind of thing. It's like a team race. Right. Like can we get there together? Yeah. And who can we bring with us? So that's that's definitely how I see you as, as somebody who's led the way, um, a pioneer, um, if you will, um, in in the area, and somebody who who definitely everybody who's Who's I'm um, doing these kinds of videos should be looking at as, as that template as to how, how we can shoot it the right way.
0: And I thank you for Good. allowing me to be your inspiration. Well, praise God. Yes, praise God. All you. things in God. In, indeed. Absolutely. And there are a couple of topics that are going on in the community right mm. now, whether it be Kanye West or Bill Cosby. What topic still plays in your mind? Hmm.
1: So I... On my way here, I'm actually getting through the Kanye West um, Charlemagne and the God interview. Right. Um, I, I'm constantly ingesting information. i um, rather it be a book. I, I rarely listen to music because I'm always listening to books. Sure. Um, books or interviews or... Uh, my One of my favorite podcasts, uh, Bomani Jones, The Right Time, or Bomani Jones, um, right. The Evening Jones. It's like th- Those are my things. So I, I, I listen to a lot of those. And the Kanye West thing is really sticking with me because of the fact that We live in a society where we're a snippet society, we're a microwave society. Um, People hear one small snippet and then they make their entire judgment based on one thing you say. But if they listen to a two hour interview and heard everything that you had to say, they may have a different outlook on it. But because we live in that headline society, very few people are actually getting the information that they need to make the judgments that need to be had. So I'm really trying to give this guy a chance and find out what's going on. And what I am actually hearing in his interview is there are a lot of truth that he's telling. Is he saying some things that I disagree with? Definitely. But there's a lot of truth and a lot of sanity into the things that he's saying. So a lot of times with the Kanye West thing, with the Cosby thing, I've, I've delved into that um, on my show. Um, my take on it is not about the guilt or innocence of Bill Cosby. My take on it is more about the treatment of the women who were abused. I'm always about the protection of women. I have four daughters and one son. Right. And one thing I teach my son is you never abuse women. And the one thing I teach my daughters is you, know how, you, know, you should know how a man needs to treat you. And if we can't do that as a society, as a society, I don't know what we're doing. And that's always my take on the Cosby thing. It's not to, to bash him or, or, or to say he's guilty or to say he's innocent. But it's to say that if a woman is raped or a woman is sexually assaulted, she has the right to step up and say, I was hurt." And let me
0: get back to distinguished gentlemen, The, the distinguished gentleman's club, if I can yes. speak. <laughs> yeah, you <go. laughs> time time today. <laughs> but what's so distinguished about your gentleman? Hmm.
1: The names, I I don't know if the name is like a misnomer, but it's not to say that our young men are more distinguished than other gentlemen other organizations. I will say we have a great relationship with all of the other mentorship organizations. Rather Be Boys with a Purpose with Raymond Nelson III, I Am Foundation, Troy McClain, Build a Brother with Justin Hunt, uh, The Stars, Ladies, um, Stars, Divas Divas in Step, um, Divas in Step with uh, Shakima Chapman, or Stars Mentoring with uh, Lisa Hunt, Lisa Hart. We love all of them. It's just that that's our name. I mean, it's it's a no Um, But the thing that we do try to do with our young men
0: okay.
1: is to dis- to allow them to distinguish themselves from other young men that they may that they may think is going in the wrong direction. Mm. That may be showing qualities of a young man that may not necessarily be beneficial to their future. We want to distinguish them in that way. Not that you're better than somebody else, but that you're separated. In the Bible, you know, it speaks about you know. Uh, being a peculiar people, even right. being set apart. Right. And we're trying to teach those young men that you have to sometimes be set apart. Sometimes when everybody's going to the party, you gotta go to the library. Mm. Like, we're, we're trying to teach them those things. Now, do we always come out and say those things? No, those things are t- sometimes t- done within an experience or an activity. So when we're doing a community service project, we're, we're out volunteering, we might say, hey, do you realize that your friends are outside playing, but you're digging a hole at Future Fresh Farms? Do you realize that what you're doing is gonna impact your community, while what they're doing is just gonna benefit them right now. You have a larger calling. Again, who can we bring with us? Mm-hmm. And to, to get those young men, that's another thing that we always try to do, get those young men to reach out to their friends and say, hey, you need to come be with us because we have mentors. We have an opportunity to help you grow as a person because we, we love you. There are people who love you. There are people in this world that will tell you that black men aren't active and that black men aren't present. But I, I'm here to tell mm-hmm. you, as somebody who knows it, we definitely are and white men as well, and Hispanic men as well, and Asian men as well. We Men care about our children. Men care about our community. We just got to find a way to bring it together more often.
0: You bring me to my next point. What is the state of African-Americans in your mind, when you think of the young kids, particularly African-American men? Hmm. Hmm. I think we're we're in
1: an interesting place. I think that we're actually at a place we maybe haven't been at since the Civil Rights Movement began. Um. I don't want to say there's there's classes of men, but I want to say there's 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 levels to this. Like it's a thing that people say there's, there's levels to this. Um, there are men who, of all races backgrounds, um, who aren't necessarily doing the right thing and being rep- representative of the good things that are happening. The problem is this: when it happens to black men, they become this. They become the standard, and they become the standard because that's what they're shown. That's what the media shows. And, and, I, and I'll put it this way. When I was basic training, 2001, I went to basic training in Fort, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. And I met a young man from um, Utah. He was from Utah. I remember which part of Utah I was from. His name was Scott Roush. I'll never forget him. He had never met a black person. He had never met a black person. And so when he first met me, he was sort of standoffish. And as we got to talk in the barracks one night, he was like, I've never met a black person before. He's like, I don't even know what black people are like. He's like, what I know of black people is what I've seen in movies like *Minister*, Society, South Central, uh, um, and uh, what's the other one? Boys in the Hood. Right. In rap videos. Okay. And basketball. Okay. That's what he knew of black people. So, throughout basic training, I considered it my job to indoctrinate him on what black people are really like and that all of us aren't like that because no group of people is a monolith. No, no group of people is, is one way. No group of people has one lane of thinking. Um, so when I speak about, just come back to your question, okay. the state of the black community, I think that, like I said, we're at a place that we haven't been since maybe the Civil Rights Movement because I believe that we're in a place where we're starting to try to do more things for ourselves as opposed to waiting for things to be done. Um, I believe after the Civil Rights Movement we felt like we had accomplished what we needed to accomplish and there was no more else for us to do. Um, but I think we're beginning to open our eyes a whole lot more to realize that we gotta be there for our children. We have to be there in our communities. And we have to be present in every way possible. Whether it be politically, we have to become more aware. We have to become more educated. But we can't do any of it if we're not protecting our children and our women. I I come back to that because that's something that's really resonating in my spirit now um, these days with what's going on in the media, with the Me Too movements of the world and the, the Cosby um, situations. I, I just, the Harvey Weinstein case even. Um, as I look at these things, it's just like we have to protect our women. We have to protect our women. And we have to raise our young men up in a way where they understand that we've got to protect them
0: first. We have to protect them first. That's what I think we are. And let me get back to you. When you flip through the Holy Bible right now, what particular biblical scripture describes you in your future? No, you don't have to send
1: anything. So favorite scripture is that all things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose yes. I feel like where I'm at now is I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me I really feel like that's where I'm at um, there are some magnificent things going on um, within my organization and within my life okay. some of which I can't even discuss, discuss okay. right now because sure. it's, 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 it's in sure. but God is God is doing some amazing things and I'm I am I I marvel at, at his impact and his ability to to lift those of us who never thought we could do anything, and people thought we could never do anything, and people told us we would never do anything, but we're doing it all and more. Um,
0: that's that's where I'm at in God right now. Yeah, that's so good to hear. Well, Reston Lewis, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate John.
1: Thank you so much, man. I, thank you for having me once again. Um, Quentin, man, just just a phenomenal phenomenal show. If you guys aren't watching more consistently, you need to. He does great interviews, and he's definitely somebody that I I've, I've gone to school on as far as as far as as far as doing this. This is very important. I think these discussions
0: are so important. So thanks for having me. Thank you anytime. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for the accolades. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, sir.